You're listening to episode 240 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without actually giving us money. Or you could just give us money by donating by PayPal. A link to that is also available at 360vegaspodcast.com. Warning, the hosts enjoy doing the show, and as a result, laugh a lot. If you don't like that, don't listen. We don't care. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. This is going to immediately sound bad, but I'm going to say it anyways. This is the least excited I've ever been to go to Las Vegas, possibly in my life. What? And it's... No, uh, Why? I, I have to put this in the proper context. Yeah, I can't wait to hear this. I just, I, I, the, the idea came to me... And I was like, if you just say it, it sounds really bad. So I just want to say it. It does sound really bad. And then explain it. I have been so fucking dialed in, not just only on writing right now with Vintage and with the medication shit I've been going through and with work. I, I'm really starting to hit a, a, a rhythm in work or, or I'm going through another one of those ebbs and flows where I, I've just discovered something that's really exciting and I'm figuring things out and... and Something that's been difficult is becoming easier. I'm making progress with it. But the point is, I'm so dialed in on these things that I keep. It's very similar to like my birthday and stuff like that. Like going, oh shit, yeah, my birthday's like tomorrow. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just not like I know it's coming. So wait, so your life doesn't suck so bad? It's so like before you're like, oh my god, I can't wait to get to Vegas, and now you're like. All right, well, it's never been like that, but I, I get the spirit of what you're saying. Yeah, normally it, you're like, I need a vacation, I need right. Vegas time. Yeah, yeah. like, like I, I'm not like, oh, fuck, I can't wait, I need this so bad. I'm like going, no, this will just be another awesome thing that's going on right now. <laughs> well, and the, the weird thing is, is somebody, or I think Chris tweeted to me this week, he's like, hey, I'll see you in a couple weeks. And I was like, holy shit, it's like less than a month away. Like, it... It's sneaking up on me, and I don't know if that's because we were just... It seems like we were just there. It does, and that's weird, because we've gone... I know. ...more frequent than this we've before. We've gone four times a year, and, and this is only yeah. going to be our second trip this year. And it didn't year. feel as fast as it, as it feels like it's coming, well, and, I, and I don't know why. And I do think that we've both been, like, crazy... Well, I know for me, I'm, I'm not here half the fucking time, which yeah. is annoying, but I think we've just been really busy with a lot going on. Like you said, you're writing and loving work and all this stuff, and then you're like, oh, wait... Vegas is coming up, so yeah, it's it's just an interesting. It's not, it does sound awful when you say I've yeah. never been less excited to go to Vegas. It's yeah, like, <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm, I'm concerned. Is, I, is the love for this place waning? Like, what's no, happening? I, I still fucking write. I, well, part of the thing that is distracting me is writing about it constantly. So fair enough. It's it's just interesting. It's for the 
first time in a very, very long time. Vacation is less of a, I need a break or I need a, I need to refresh or I need whatever and more of a, oh shit, now I'm going to go do this fun thing. I'm doing this fun thing and I'm doing this fun thing and I'm doing this fun thing. Oh shit, I'm going to go do this fun thing now. Cool. Okay, for the record for me, I still need the break. I well, just don't do a good job of keeping track of when it's coming up. Well, mine is new. I know. But not for me. Not like I'm going to go to Vegas. Right, well, I then I can't explain you. I can't explain you, which My is fucking par for the course. Okay, well, you don't have to explain me. The tale of two, two, anti <laughs> two crazy an anti-anticipation <laughs> for something that's going to be epic. That's right. not a. That's not even a proper sentence. I don't know what that no, was. No, I don't know. But we'll just let it. I got a we'll few, go with I it. I got a few words that I wanted to spit out that summarize what I. You meant. felt like I feel like these words are. I feel yeah, I'm I feeling these words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been a long week, folks. All right, let's just dive in and start the show. He's Mark, I'm Karen, and as always, we will start with Random Vegas. While ideas were being fielded for an attraction to bring people back to downtown Las Vegas, Steve Wynn contributed an idea to the mix, suggesting they should create canals to give it more of a Venice feel. Okay, they can't see the, the look that I'm giving you, which is a what the fuck. That would be a disaster. Yeah. Uh, of all the brilliant... Now, in his defense, Steve Wynn has had ideas before that he then, as they start working on them, or like, yeah, Realizes that yeah, was a bad idea. That. But that's like, I, 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 you know, obviously he wouldn't have been spearheading that whole thing, but I just imagine... Is he mad that, like, Sheldon Adelson built canals in Vegas and well, No, 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 while any? this was happening, that, that didn't exist. Oh, okay. So yeah. this is before. Right. That's even scarier. Yeah. Why would you think can, in the middle of a desert? Well, he built the fountains of Bellagio. That's that doesn't make sense. My, my, I was more concerned about it, it, very similar to what people complained about with Luxor when you had that that Nile River attraction. You're like you're just, you're creating a bottleneck. You're forcing one. Right. You know. And either that, way, it's a bad idea. I, I I agree. I mean, there's something about Vegas that that isn't like well, there's many things that aren't like fucking Venice, but one of them is it's just boom, 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 going to the next thing you go. Well, you go to Italy and you're not in a rush to get anywhere. Good thing, because you got to fucking you got to float on a goddamn river to get someplace. You don't know that. You've never been there. I don't care. I've just, seen it on TV. I've, I've seen enough. It's just Venice. It's not all of Italy. Don't. All right. That was well thought out. Let's move on to the twit pick of the week. In addition to the many things we've pointed to as reasons why Cosmopolitan is our favorite property to stay at is its ability to create unique spaces that pictures just don't seem to do justice for. The view from the room balconies, the chandelier bar, and the boulevard pool are all examples of the larger-than-life experiences that inspire awe within their midst. Thanks to at Crystal Meatballs for sharing... Without a doubt, it's a, it's such a bad. I name. love the name. <laughs> I think it's a terrible name, but it's it's the picture is amazing. It's a, it's a memorable Twitter Twitter there handle. There you go. Fine, for sharing without a doubt the best picture of the chandelier bar at Cosmopolitan I've ever seen, and the closest to replicating the feeling of seeing it for the first time. It it's a really cool picture, and and it's, what, what's amazing to me is there's nobody in it. It's literally just the chandelier bar, like lit up purple. Wow, that's clever! I didn't but catch that. There's nobody in the picture. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't catch that. I was. I was more impressed with that thing is so big. It's impossible to get on in one oh, picture. You can't. I don't know how. I don't know how they did and captured as much as they did, but it's fantastic. You no, know, she did a great job with it, but it, it's still. Yeah, there's. 
maybe one person in the whole thing. You're right. That is impressive. That's got to be at like 4 a.m. It's got to be at a ridiculous time. But and the fact that it's all like purple, which it doesn't normally look purple. So I don't know if. Well, remember, it's got like shades of purple, pink white fuchsia so it's probably just a, a shade color know. however or however she took it it's a beautiful picture yeah as always we will link to the photo on our blog and feature it on all our social media outlets such as Flickr, pinterest facebook google plus and twitter let's move on to the news So apparently we have some more Vegas Vacation 5 updates. It's really more of what I was just talking about at the at the front of the show, where it was more like, as I was like, oh shit, yeah, we've only got like 23 days or something like that until Vegas. And then I was like, I wonder what else is going on. on we have five spots left for the high roller. Really? Yeah. And I've already had a couple of people inquire about them, but yet hey, to commit. So for those of you out there and you know who you are who haven't committed yet, there are more than five of you jockeying for those last five spots. <laughs> yeah, so get off your ass, go to yeah. the blog, and, and reserve it. Now, those are going to run $50 per person, as much as $50 a person, and as low as 35 If we end up hitting the full, what is it, 35 30 I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. Whatever the max is, it'll, and it'll end up being $35 a person. And then we have four spots left for Giada's, and that's as inexpensive or as expensive as you would like it to be. It's interesting. The one thing that I've heard back from people is that while nobody has an issue with it, there are just some people that, and I was one of those people for several years, they just don't do fine dining in Vegas. That's just not something they're interested in. So I think that's why you see, of all the things that we do, that seems to be be the one where there's just a a clear divide. Like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm not really interested in doing that. And that's fine. And honestly... Although we know there's going to be a, a large enough group out there, it's not going to be as big as Vegas Vacation 4. I mean, it's it just the number of folks that are going this time is Well, it's different. also, yeah, I mean, you're, it, it's, the whole thing has been an experiment unto itself. We wanted to see, could we do two a year? Right. What, what, what kind of attendance would we have to that? How many repeat visitors would we have? How many unique visitors would we have? I mean, it, it's, all of it was just a curiosity out of, it's not. It, it feels wrong to do this once a year. It's just too much fun. Why do we only do this once a year? Once a year, and yet at the flip side, you and I are not the kind of people that go in the fucking winter or the spring or the. I mean, maybe like late, late spring, right? And and early, early fall, which is kind of what Thanks. we're doing. <laughs> Well, yeah, kind of really early fall, but I mean, regardless, it's just another time of the year. Well, the folks that will come will have a blast yeah. and the ones that, yep. that can't we're going to miss you and you're going to be so jealous but you know <laughs> it's fine so it, yeah it's it's just it's all of it is is fast i i am a data whore so all of this is fascinating <laughs> i don't i don't go into these things with uh with preconceived notions i i just I like here's the situation let's see what the data tells me it's interesting oh and then one last thing we do have a 360 Vegas vacation five shirt available in the zazzle store this one, similar to the one from 4, will not only have the hashtag 360VegasVacation5 on it or 360VV5 on it. It, it. This one also is Vegas. However, uh, we, we threw in the additional again. again. And then on the back, this this time, we said, uh, I would learn from my mistakes if I could only remember what they were. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, they can go to the uh, the blog and there's a link to Zazzle's store. On yeah, it's like right. the biggest link we have on the right, right. Is, the, is the Zazzle store link. 
All right, so tell me about some of the ride-sharing woes. Once again, unions demonstrate they have no idea how the service industry works, nor are they partners with the companies they terrorize. As ride-sharing has begun taking over the world, marrying technology with an increased desire for customer independence, Las Vegas unions have filed a grievance specifically with MGM Resorts, or MGM Grand, maybe specifically. I'm not 100% sure, or don't care. They claim MGM's partnership with Uber violates their agreement with the company, which states doormen are supposed to help guests with any third-party transportation service with which the company has a partnership. It's definitely MGM Resorts, I don't remember. The union points to the designated ride-sharing pickup area and the fact that the that Uber and their Uber logo or whatever, I mean, it's really just the word Uber, but that, that Uber is specifically referenced on it as well as on the company's website as proof that they have a partnership. It goes on to say that this relationship directly affects tip revenue as fewer customers are using taxis and limos. And just to round off the bullshit with exaggerated issues, the grievance claims that since Uber drivers respond directly to passengers, they ignore company policies regarding established traffic patterns because apparently pulling up to the designated area to pick up people is in some way not complying with what they've been told to do. Adding to speculation that the charges are trumped up, the Las Vegas Sun reached out to several other casino companies and none are reporting having similar issues. So, I'm confused. Okay. So, a union. Yeah. Las Vegas unions. Well, the Las Vegas union that is specifically for the doorman. The people that... The that doorman. Ha- yes, for ha- hailing cab... I, I mentioned that in here. So, the doorman's union is complaining... I'm sure it's not called that, but for the sake of the story. I don't know what it's called, <laughs> but I'm, trying to, I'm trying to break this down into simple speak. You're doing it really slow. Think faster. You're so the doorman's union yeah. is filed a complaint that says because there is a designated place for Uber pickup to go, they're ignoring the doorman and not getting they're not getting their tips then. I thought I explained it much better than you just did, but yes, essentially. They're, they're arguing that because... Uh, this is really what I was about to explain before you rambled. What <laughs> was the... What they're specifically complaining about isn't ride-sharing. They're saying that since Uber's logo is on there and on the website, they have a partnership with Uber, and that partnership violates their agreement saying that anybody they have a partnership, they're supposed to help into the ride. And obviously, you wouldn't need to help someone to... I, it's, it's dumb. They're basically complaining like going, hey, this thing that never existed when we created our union agreement is now here and technically since you have a deal with them and it's a transportation industry you're in violation like how can you be in violation when some when that sort of service didn't even fucking exist you're basically crying because this new business is pulling away from you you found a loose connection to it now you're trying to exploit it well no it sounds like the issue is that MGM has now designated Uber pickup spots well no no they have designated ride sharing but Uber is specifically referenced as a ride-sharing company because it says okay. like ride-sharing ride companies like Uber, and it's got Uber. It says ride-sharing pickup, and it's got MGM Grand and Uber's logo on it. So Lyft is obviously still using this, but their argument is there is a partnership because they're using that that logo. 
because if they if there wasn't a partnership, why wouldn't they share? Why wouldn't they show both logos? It's a bullshit argument, but whatever. All right, so tell me about weed advertising. Despite being illegal in the state of Nevada, advertising at McCarran Airport has become a bit of contention, or a point of contention, primarily because it's still illegal on a federal level. All parties involved seem to be in agreement that advertising within the airport is not an option. However, the question regarding advertising outside but still on airport grounds is something that needs to be defined. Specifically, taxis with wraps on them advertising dispensaries. The point of contention, oh, I said that twice in the same story, that's terrible, is let, you wanna know why? <laughs> I mean, here's, here's a side story. The reason why is one of the things that I realized I would do when I was writing and then I get stuck on things is I would work on an area where I'm refining it so it's, it's better storytelling. And I'm like, you'll waste all this time working on refining, just get the goddamn story out. Get the story out and then you'll fix it later. So I'll start to put things, like something will come into my head, I'm like, there's a better way to say it. Like, just fucking get it out and then you'll fix it later. Okay. The point of contention is less a moral one and more a desire to not attract the attention or incite the federal government to have to step in with an opinion. While states' attorneys in legalized markets have publicly stated they already have their arguments prepared should the government ever attempt to take action against them, Vegas County Commissioner would like to not be the one responsible for infuriating that. Inciting that confrontation. Did I say inciting again? You said infuriating. No, I know, because I saw that I did incite earlier. If you did. I'm terrible for inciting the confrontation. And I in, incite, incite, and fear, or, I can't even. I, I don't know where the other insight was. I, it's, it's I, see, I see it right now. I'm staring right at it. Okay. Give that's me your fine. opinion. Give me your opinion. But that, that's less okay, my You're not encouraging me to give you your opinion. We're like, give me your opinion. That's less Just my annoyance up. with me and more, n- okay, now well, it's my I'm, annoyance with you. Well, I, you've been annoying me since we started recording, so it's just fine. Anyway, what I think is weird is that it's okay for taxi drivers to run around with this advertisement on the cabs. That's fine. But now the fact that they're saying because the airport is federal land that because the cabs are driving to pick up passengers, that this is a violation of the advertising? It's insane. Okay, all right. It's a dumb argument. I thought for a second I was going to have to unload on you that you weren't listening, but then... I'm listening. When you clarified that it's that there isn't an issue while it's on the cabs until it's on... Right. ...in McCarran. That's 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 a fair argument. It's not like there's advertising... It's not like somebody went to the baggage area and put one of those big old billboards that said, hey, come to our dispensary. You're right. They're already there. They already have their fucking bags, and they're in the city at that point. They're, and they're outside. Yeah. I mean, granted, the property is still part of the federal airport. I get that. But they're outside. These are these are cabs that run all over the fucking city. You're literally telling me that now the cab... So you're basically... Not that the dispensaries need more advertisement because everyone seems to be able to find them because they're running <laughs> right. out of supply. But you're basically saying that um, you're going to limit either the cab companies who can go on airport property because if they have a weed dispensary advertisement they can't drive on a federal property or you're going to limit 
the companies that the dispensaries can advertise with because any of the cabs that typically go to McCarran won't take their advertising. It, just the whole thing is... It's stupid. Like, what happened to Vegas? Like, like remember when they used to be the pioneers of quickie weddings and divorces and... and, and anything you Sin couldn't City? do anywhere else. Yeah, anything else. And now they fucked up on gay marriage. They're, they're being pussies about... It took them forever to do fucking legalized weed. It's just... The whole thing is like, what the fuck happened to you guys? It's like, it's almost like they got a little bit of legitimacy and then just completely pushed out on, on everything. Like, on, we don't want to rock the boat here. It's like, dude, there's legalized gambling fucking everywhere. You're not, you're almost not special at this point. Right. You know, just fucking relax. You know, want to just seize opportunity here. It's a stupid issue. I mean, well, it really is. And, and let's be honest. It, the states are dying for the federal government to attempt to do this once because they will lose. Oh, they will. All of this is intended. Uh, the Constitution is set up so that way the states make their own laws. They're dying for, like, please try this. Please. So we set the precedent, and that starts the dominoes that fucking everybody just legalizes it because now the federal government can't. Well, it's proof they can't stop And it. the funny thing is, uh, oh, right, so have the majority of states legalized marijuana? Yeah. Uh, there, I can't remember. Uh, there's a website that'll show you. While it's, the majority, it's at least close to half. The majority have not. I want to say like half have some form of legalization, whether, whether it's, it's medicinal, medicinal, recreational, recreational, or some legal testing, like scientific testing ab about it. Like it can't be used by consumers or something. Like whatever it is, and then like the not the other half, but like two thirds of the remaining have legislation on the books that they are continuing to put out there. Like, Ohio recently just failed. Tennessee failed, like, five years ago. Like, it's the kind of thing, like, they put it out there, it didn't work, they're revising it, and then they'll put it right back out there. Right. When I heard, uh, somebody told me, who was it, told me why Ohio's failed, and it was a stupid reason, because of the way the law was written. We, they, were anyway. try, they were trying to consolidate who all of the, they were, they were trying to privatize the distributors or something like that. Or no, no, the state was trying to own the distribution centers or whatever it was. It was like fucking really. It wasn't even that. It was a ridiculous was limit. Yeah. So anyway. But our second weed story of the day. Tell me about weed crimes. This is more fun though. Four morons broke into a medical marijuana dispensary in Vegas and attempted to steal inventory as well as break into the vault. While the first two parts of the plan seemed to go well at first, at least according to the security footage that did a good job of documenting their crime, their inability to gain access to the vault delayed them long enough for police to arrive on the scene, which was only about 10 minutes after they gained access, according to the video footage. After attempting to flee the scene, all four men were arrested. During the altercation, one of the officers fired his personal weapon, a 12-gauge shotgun, while it didn't strike anyone, the case is being investigated. That's such a weird story to something that was like, there was a crime. We got there on the scene. We busted everybody. Ha ha, you guys are dumb. And then I fired my own personal shotgun. I'm like, what? Again, why, all right, why are you stupid enough to bring, number one, your own personal weapon, and number one... Or number two, one that's a shotgun. <laughs> I don't to I, work with I you. I know it's not easy. Like like a handgun, you could kind of get Grab that one could accidentally the other. happen. That's fine. The shotgun takes two fucking hands. That's kind of an effort. <laughs> Uh, Not too many cops are arriving on the scene with the shotgun just ready for him. Like, this is this is the only weapon I have. And for the record, generally, I, I defend the cops because oh, yeah. you don't know what anybody is oh, yeah. going to do 
when they're sitting, that's why I, I always learned when a cop pulls you over, you sit there with your hands at 10 and 2 so they can see them. You try to get your license out and on the seat next to you so everything's out in the open before they walk up behind you. Because otherwise, <laughs> if you go, even as a woman, you go to reach in your purse, they don't know what you're going to do. You open your glove box, they don't know what you're going to do. Yeah. If you notice, they always have their hands on their gun. There's a reason. Yeah. So don't be stupid with stuff like that. So I give them a lot of credit. Why the fuck are you bringing your personal shotgun to work with you? Know, the shotgun is the thing that cracked me up. And I almost didn't write about it because I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't really help with the narrative of the funny story. But I'm like, yeah, but if I kind of missed that, then then it's like, dude, why didn't you report that? That's kind of a big thing. Like, well, all right, fine, I'll report it. And so I wonder if the guys smoked some of the inventory that they stole before they tried to get into the vault. And the that cop? Was what, no, the, the people that broke in. So it said they, they broke in well, no, no, and they no, got to the, the inventory. The cop is the one that fired. I know. I was I was switching gears. So that was the, the first stupid thing was the cop brought a shotgun. The second mm -hmm. stupid thing is I wonder if the reason the, the criminals got caught was they broke in, found the inventory, smoked some of it, and then they got confused about how to open the vault. So they were there long enough for the cops to come in and get them. Right, that was a horrible joke that you were trying to go with there. And and, and primarily, it's not, it's not your fault in, in this case that oh, the video is thanks. so funny that they're just... It's... it's it's a comedy of errors, how they're trying to get into this vault. And I wasn't trying to be so serious. Primitive. I was going to say the reason they couldn't get in the vault was because they were high because they smoked the inventory that they I know, just stole, but I know, whatever. But it, but it was it was a terrible deal. Okay, well, we're moving on to your third weed story of this show. This isn't my fault. Weed B&B. &B. <laughs> Attempting to capitalize on the catch-22 that Las Vegas has legalized recreational marijuana and yet has laws that prevent tourists and non-residents alike from using it, Airbnb is offering a solution. While it is legal to purchase marijuana, Nevada law says it is illegal to use it in public or in casinos and must be consumed in a resident, which includes porches and backyards. Considering it is projected that 70% of recreational marijuana sales will be from tourists, and it's illegal to transport weed across state lines or bring it onto an airport, it seems Nevada's regulations are essentially trapping people into breaking the law. Plans to open weed bars and lounges are in the works, but to date, none exist. For those of you that are unaware, Airbnb is how people with vacation homes, apartments, bed and breakfasts and the likes advertise their rooms via an app similar to ride sharing, but for overnight accommodations. Airbnb is advertising that they have 420 smoking rooms available only 15 minutes from the strip encouraging people to stay with them instead of at traditional properties so they can enjoy the new recreations without violating any laws. Since legalizing recreational use, Nevada has proven to be largely inept at supporting the market as well as supply and demand. We've already mocked them enough for it. Yeah. I, I think that story pretty, pretty much... Well, and it was funny because when you first mentioned Airbnb, because I, I think I told you I saw a headline on uh, CBS or something in the morning show that was talking about... Yeah, I do um, remember that because I had read it that morning and you mentioned it. I'm like, oh, shit, we were just reading the same thing. Oh, <laughs> you pay attention because I do pay attention to the news and I send you articles when I see it. And mm -hmm. so one of the, the lead-off stories on, on... And I've gotten to be less of a dick about it. I used to yeah. be such a You're prick. Like, I know. Like, you really think I, I have no already read this. And I'm like, she's showing an interest. Don't be an asshole. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. But I remember you said, you know, Airbnb is trying to corner that market. And I'm like, what, rent a house for an hour so you can smoke <laughs> your weed? Like, that's honestly what I thought. I'm like, right. why else would you be doing this? And you're like, no, no, no. The fact that you can rent a room and you can smoke there, but you can't in the, the casinos and the resorts. So I was like, oh, okay, well, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, I mean, because Vegas is becoming a, a, a 
weed destination, uh, weed smoking destination in and of itself, like that is the vacation. And that's what Airbnb is trying to corner. They're like, going, come to Vegas and Why get high. Why would you just go to Vegas to smoke weed? To me, that's the dumbest thing well, ever. Well, because but it's legal. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't, maybe easy access after standing in line for fucking three hours. I don't, I don't know. I don't get I don't it. Know. I'm with you. Anyway. Next up, Vegas Teflon Retail. Despite bricks and mortar failures around the world, as the evolution of retail has brought shopping to masses via mobile and delivery to your door, Vegas once again appears to be immune to the tectonic shifts going on every place else. According to the New York Times, the number of retail store closings in the U.S. this year will be greater than there were in 2008 at the height of the Great Recession. While that is going on in the U.S. and around the world, Vegas is still expanding its retail offerings, recently adding Bally's Grand Bazaar, MGM's Park, and the still under construction, 75,000 square foot shopping promenade being built in front of Wynn across the street from the Fashion Show Mall. Analysts point to the unique experiences the mall options in Vegas offer those on vacation evolving the retail experience into one of recreation. I, I don't get this. Hold on. Let me throw this idea out to you. Take Vegas out of the equation because that, that doesn't work. Think about other places that we've gone, very specifically beach vacations and outlet stores. Outlets are different. What they're building in Vegas are not outlets. Okay, but what I'm saying is think of that same concept that to us is appealing when you're on vacation, like a beach resort kind of a thing. Like, oh, shit, outlets. Let's go check those out and shop there. I, obviously, this isn't for us. I'm just, I, I'm trying to make a basis of comparison. That I, okay, I, I'm the wrong person for you to try to make that basis of comparison because I don't understand. And there's a lot about Vegas that I appreciate the exclusivity, like especially with dining and even the spas, some of the, the treatments and stuff you can get are really cool. I, number one, I would never shop at half the brands that are in Vegas. Number two, I would never pay the prices in Vegas versus other places. Right, it's but I'm not, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, can you conceptualize how, especially the things you just referenced here, can you conceptualize how, yeah, they can make unique experiences that specific people would go, oh, fuck yeah, we got to go shopping when we go to Vegas. I, I can't. That's really? Because you I can can't. figure out how how I they've can't. been able to create a pool experience and a dining experience and a, and a, and a fucking spa experience, but you can't wrap your head around how they no, can create a No, because I can buy the experience. same fucking thing at my local mall. Why am I going to go do it in Vegas? Like, literally, you will end up with the same article of clothing, the same pair of shoes, the same whatever, from the same brand that I have down the street. You're going to pay a shitload less for it. I can't. I can't get the same food here that I can get in Vegas. I can't get the same spa treatments here that I can get in Vegas. I can't get the same pool experiences. I can't do games, you know, poolside gaming and stuff here. I can't in Vegas. I can buy the exact same fucking thing. That's not true. You just said yourself there's tons of those shops you'd never even shop in. Right. I, I, and we have shopped at places that have unique offerings uh, that are in Vegas. One. Several. One. Several. What's the others? They have a Jordan store. They have fucking, we've you've done You've never the bought anything thing. there. Well, yeah. Pandora is the only I've one. I've always looked at <laughs> You've looked. You've never bought anything. Pandora is the only place that we've bought something specific to Vegas. There are things that we have Vegas. entertained purchasing and, because we were in Vegas. The only reason that we got the Pandora was because they had the dice, and the only place you ah, could get them ah, was in Vegas. You need the only Vegas place. shopping experiences. The only place you can get them. 
Most of those stores, you can get them someplace else. If I can buy the same article this of clothing This is one of those here, arguments that we could go on forever. Well, we need to stop. Yeah, we and move on to the serial security guard stabbings. A much happier topic. <laughs> Stab you. The security guard, <laughs> security guard at Palazzo was stabbed in the chest by a homeless man last week when individual was confronted after behaving erratically inside the casino. The guard was taken to University Medical Center in critical condition but is expected to survive the attack. The homeless man fled the scene but was arrested at the Mirage shortly afterward. Afterward? Afterward. The story took a disturbing turn later in the week when it was revealed that this is the second time this specific homeless man has stabbed a casino security guard. Less than two years ago, this same homeless man, unprovoked, attacked a security guard at Cosmopolitan and attempted to stab him. However, he was unsuccessful in that situation. Again, that homeless man fled the scene by running across the street, this time to Planet Hollywood's Miracle Mile shops. During an extended altercation with police, the homeless man attempted to pull the officer's firearm on the scene. He would go on to plead guilty to the crime and was sentenced to 18 months in jail. This latest attack comes just eight months after he finished serving that jail sentence. The man has a history of mental illness, fucking shocking, and drug use, and is currently being held without bail. No offense, the more shocking thing... I'm surprised you didn't say shocking was the drug use. Well, no, it's... You can have mental illness. Doesn't mean you're going to go out and stab people. Oh, no, I just meant a homeless man serial stabbing a casino guy. Like, very specifically, Sakino... Sakino. Jesus Christ. (laughs) And you're not even drinking. No, casino security. (laughs) That, to me, is where I was like, that's crazy. That you would just tar... Because I, I, I know what it is. It's the kind of homeless guy that we've all encountered where they're just irrationally angry at something and you just happen to walk past them and they and they get shitty with you like I, I wasn't even looking at you what the fuck is your problem and I that's what I imagine like just being in the property being an asshole looking at a security guard like you fucking problem with me like fucking psycho well here. it's probably because he's homeless he sits outside he sees these gigantic buildings of splendor that he can't have any I part of. I think you're of. overthinking it. <laughs> I think it's probably heat exhaustion and, and withdrawal symptoms. Whatever. I'm sorry. I have an opinion. You're like, you're totally overthinking it. I don't. I could see somebody, if he had an issue with mental illness, he's sitting outside. He's watching all these tourists going in and out of this beautiful building. He goes inside, and as soon as he does, he gets accosted by a security guard. He's going to be fucking pissed. He's like, all these other people get to walk in and out, and I don't. So he takes it out on the security guard. We're done with the news. Let's go into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, after four years, Vital Vegas is reporting that B&B Burger and Beer is closing at Venetian on September 30th. No word on what the property has planned for the space. Now that Robert Irvine's public house restaurant has opened at the property, Eater Vegas reports that Tropicana will invest $750,000 to overhaul the current closed beach cafe with plans to turn it into beach buffet. Plans were also revealed for an Asian restaurant to open up next to Irvine's new restaurant later this year. Both are expected to open later this year. Jesus Christ, I suck at the notes this time. And I'm the one calling myself out. Mm Mm-hmm. Citing heat and maintenance issues, Allegiant Air rescheduled 11 flights from Las Vegas to various cities. The issue spanned two days before the service resumed. Those that were affected were provided with hotel accommodations. Really? I didn't think I saw that. 
Are you going to question me? No, I'm just saying the one story that I saw that I sent to you was specifically they weren't provided any hotel or rebooking accommodations. And, and that's the only article that I, I read to write this story. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying there was at least one flight where they weren't offered anything. Fifth sign of the apocalypse is officially upon us as Eater Vegas reports that Stripside Cafe, formerly known as Serendipity 3 at Caesars Palace, has now closed to begin renovations to turn into Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen. Plans are to open this winter, and in case my opening was too clever, this is the Dick's fifth restaurant in Las Vegas. Covers.com shared Wynn's newly renovated, recently reopened sportsbook and brought sexy back to the concept. <laughs> I got you to say it. <laughs> Managing to create a luxur- luxurious lit. Too many L words in there. There's Manage- one. There was one. <laughs> yeah, the S and the yet and the. No, I, I was reading ahead to surprisingly. Managing to create. <laughs> I'm sorry, go. Managing to create a luxurious, yet surprisingly unpretentious vibe to the area. The space has a similar look to the Mirage, just improved in just about every conceivable way. For those of you interested in more, we'll have a link on the blog to the article. Check the the link. I want you to take a look at the picture. I want to get your opinion of it. Vital Vegas reports that the 18 Fremont Project has officially begun with demolition at the Las Vegas Club, Glitter Gulch, and Mermaids. Demo is expected to be complete at the end of 2017, and the new property is planned to open in 2020 with a yet-to-be-announced new name. Pull it up yet? It, personally, I don't like it. But really? No, I don't like Mirage's sports book. Okay. And it looks—it look. I will say this: it looks like Mirage from the back, looking forward. I agree. Yeah. So it has the wall of windows, and then you can see the seats. Now the seating looks better than Mirage. Of course. Because I don't think Mirage has been touched in quite a while. No, no, no. They actually just did a renovation a year ago. (laughs) Well, I haven't haven't been in it in a long time. I don't like it. I don't like the space. But it looks almost exact. From the back, it looks exactly like the Mirage Sportsbook. More proof that anyone can be a DJ. Oh, geez. It was announced that UFC fighter turned boxer Conor McGregor will be the newest resident DJ at Encore. He begins his two-year run following his fight against Floyd Mayweather Jr. on August 26th. Well, let's hope his hands still work. But see, that's, that see. to me is what I th- like. Listen, uh, like we'll we'll tease, we'll tease the idea that uh, you know anybody can press play on an iPod and and fucking be a DJ. But uh, there are, there is more to it than that. But this there should be right after your fucking fight like to me it's like dude you just got kind of your head pounded for a while and and you may not be brain dead or anything but you're still in an exhausting sport where you did get punched in the head and you punched several times to your point i would imagine your head's a little bit light and your hand should be a tad bit shaky i I don't see how you should be able to do something like this i just i i don't think it speaks to that it it, requires any talent yeah skill whatsoever yeah, yeah exactly Apparently entering that awkward stage of puberty, the Boulevard Food Court, located across the street from Monte Carlo next to Fat Burger, has lost half of its clients. No word why or who they are according to take their place, but considering the place opened less than three months ago, it's safe to assume things aren't going as well as planned for the concept. Vegas local Geisha House Steak and Sushi is opening their closest location to the Strip in the space along Harmon Avenue attached to Planet Hollywood's Miracle Mile Shops. 
They will be taking over the space formerly home to Todai Japanese Sushi and Seafood Buffet, neighboring recently added Buffalo Wild Wings and Nacho Daddy. Oh, my God. At least easy to say at the end. (laughs) (sighs) Travel Zork reports that 950 rooms at Harrah's are being renovated, and Bally's will renovate 2,000-plus of its 2,800 rooms. Completion of the projects are expected for the end of the year and sometime in 2018, respectively. It's had four sequels, a slot machine, and now a live stage show of the B-movie Sharknado is coming to Las Vegas. Details are few, but it is being reported that it will be a musical. <laughs> oh, for Why sake. not? And will open at a Caesars Entertainment property. The news was shared following the premiere of Sharknado 5 in the Lynx Matt Franco Theater. <laughs> I've never seen a frame of this. but Oh, I watched the first one. Did you really? No, we watched it. No, God, no. Oh, we, I've seen it. No, we watched We watched <laughs> the, um, it was another disaster type movie that was in Vegas. Oh, no, I watched, I've seen. Munoz in it or I've something. seen the Sharknado when they were flying across the Vegas. screen and everything. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Yeah. But from my understanding, like, they make fun of themselves. Well, is, I hope so. It's kind of how it's got to. That should be the premise of the whole movie. The movie's going to be who, fun. who keeps paying? Uh, who keeps watching this thing? Apparently a lot of people. <laughs> Bardo Vegas shared that the classic Trader Bill's signage located outside the former Harley-Davidson shop on the corner of Fremont Street and 4th, across the street from Neonopolis, and at the start of the Fremont Street experience, I really wanted to give you a bearing here, <laughs> is being refurbished with plans to serve as the marquee for the new White Castle restaurant still under construction. They've already painted part of the sign, the company's signature shade of blue, but it isn't clear if the sign will simply be a refreshed Trader Bills or repurposed into a White Castle sign. Yeah, I don't get it. Cosmopolitan announced that they are investing $100 million to renovate 2,800 of the 3,000-plus hotel rooms at the property. The project is just another in what seems to be a complete refresh of the resort since new owners Blackstone took over. Room renovations are expected to be complete next year. No offense, I don't think those rooms need renovating. I couldn't agree with you more. But so if you're going to spend money, that is not where you need to be spending. I couldn't it. agree with you more. The only thing I can think is it's similar to what Wynn is doing, where it's like you invest before it's obvious that they need done. Like you're like, nope, nope, we're just doing it. We're reinvesting, and you have to think of this: something that Wynn's companies do when they refresh so early is that they resell their stuff to like another vendor or something. So. I understand. It sounds like almost like you lose depreciation. I don't know. I don't know. But I agree with you. An overly enthusiastic male jumped on the stage at a Britney Spears concert at Planet Hollywood this week and was promptly shown some intimate details of the stage by security and some of her dancers. The man was arrested for trespassing. No one was hurt in the issue, matter, whatever. Or nobody that mattered was hurt. (laughs) I was going to say, you didn't even read it as you wrote it. No, because I thought I, I, I've, I've overlooked so many Apparently, fucking typos that I've done in this. That that I, one wasn't. I thought it was, and I kept going, and then I, and then I reread it as I was saying, I'm like, no, I wrote that right. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know if you, I'm guessing you saw the, the video. I saw the, just the, the snippet of it. I didn't 
dig into too much of it. So I, she, any, anything that says TMZ, I'm like, Ugh. Well, no, the funny thing was she wasn't even paying attention until the security cards came up and grabbed her. Because this happened oh, behind really? her on the stage, yeah. I did and see then all as of a much sudden, where she was addressing the crowd and what I thought she was doing was just distracting him. Like, don't pay attention to that. Oh, We're no, having fun she, over here. She didn't see it. She was like, y'all having fun. And then the crowd didn't really respond. And then the security guards come up behind her and grabbed her. And, you t and she turned around and... I don't know. You could see her say at one point, oh, my God, he's got a gun. And you could see her, like, cringe up and stuff, which I don't know if he see, did. I, I had heard reports that she was shaken up over it, and I didn't I didn't really she get it. She left the stage for a little while, but from what I understand, she came back and finished the show. So See, I just assumed when they but said But, no, it was funny because literally the guy, was, the guy was, like, tackled by the backup dancers. Oh, I saw it. I, that, oh, that, that part was I hilarious. saw, it, and I thought it was funny. Yeah. No, she didn't know her up front, but yeah. it, would, it would be a little freaky. I Makes get more it. sense. All right, so that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river. So first up, we have some listener feedback, some PayPal donations from Vegas Ziggy and from Mitchell Leadbeater. Mitchell. I always thought it was Leadbeater. Leadbeater? Leadbeater. It, it does look more like it's Leadbeater, though. <laughs> it looks like lead 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 beater lead beater lead beater there's so many funny ways I like it that. <laughs> oh. it's Sorry. one of those things you look at and you just take for granted like your head goes it's pronounced this way and I don't think we've ever said it out I loud don't, I don't think we and now you're ever. like oh wow this this name is awesome Sorry, Mitchell <laughs> Mitchell also wrote Mark, Karen, Tony. In the proper order. <laughs> <laughs> Meant to attach this to my Carmo donation just now and fucked it up, so sending this to read with it instead. Last time I made a donation, I think I used the words, quote, hoping this brings good karma for everyone coming to hashtag VV4 or some such. Apparently, I forgot to include myself in that statement because even though gambling wasn't bad for me, it certainly wasn't great either. And from what I understand, most everyone else did pretty good, did pretty well for themselves. Well, if you hadn't run off with Tony the first night and had stayed to play craps at the No tea, shit. <laughs> so fuckers, this one's just for me. You all will have to take care of your own good karma this time. <laughs> See you bastards in a few weeks. Cheers. Regards, Mitchell. P.S. Sorry, didn't really mean the whole fuckers and bastards comment. Love you all. <laughs> Honestly, Mitchell, we expect you to he, say fuckers he, and bastards. He had me with that. I'm like, yes, yeah. Oh, you apologize. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined it. <laughs> but thank you both, both to Vegas Ziggy and Mitchell for your donations. We really do appreciate it. Always humbling. I'm, see, it's things like this that get me excited to go, oh, shit, man, this fuck. We're going to be hanging out with Mitchell soon, man. Fucking yeah. <laughs> but remember, Tony is Canada's problem now. I, I love that that <laughs> has become the, the that, that social media stance now that yeah. everybody's like, no, he's on his own. <laughs> and no, then, he, no, he's Canada's problem. And then, and, then, and then Mitchell threatens that he will now be the problem child. Like, I don't think what you're realizing is that we swore Tony off and the likes. So <laughs> if you start to act like that and wander off, not only will we not... You better hope Tony is doing payback. That's what I mean, because we're not... Because <laughs> basically not it's like, attention. did anybody see what happened to Mitchell? No. Oh, well. He'll, he'll show up eventually. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm, I, I'm sure it will be a good story. <laughs> and I think so, I, I think Phil posted something about, uh, you know, it sounds like another visit to Sunrise Medical Center. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. 
All right. That's going to do it for episode 240. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. You can support the show by purchasing things from our affiliates. Amazon.com, tickets.accessvegas.com, Earth Limos. You get 10% off by just using the promo code 360Vegas, or you can make a PayPal donation. You can buy merchandise from our store at zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. We do get a cut of those profits. Or you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. And if you're not sure how to record audio with your smartphone and email it to the show, we do have instructions on how to do that as well on the blog's main page. Karen, where can folks find you? I am at Karen Mark. Tony. Oh, he's not here. (laughs) And she just told you where you can find me. So until then, 